0: The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not of DOD or any of its components. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Rising Sun Podcast. I'm Dean Howell, and this is the R-Check So if you're unfamiliar with the podcast, there's three different versions. The first one is the numbered episodes. That's what everybody's familiar with. I'll have a guest on. We'll talk about their life, a little bit about their background, where they're at now, and then where they're going and how they're going to plan on winning in life. We like to keep the podcast focused on rising, the rising sun, and everybody has a story to tell. And so the numbered episodes are going to be those episodes where we hear from other people about whatever great story that they've had and story of success that they've had in their life. A second version of the podcast is one that I just started. We're only two episodes into it, and it's called Sea Stories. So the first episode was my story of going to the recruiter for the first time. And then the most recent Sea Stories was a little more fun. And it was when the senior chief, i.e. me, Dean Howell, complimented dr jill biden when she was the second lady of the united states on her toes yep that happened so c stories are a lot of fun i anticipate that there will probably be some that are a little more serious as we go down the road and then the third version of the podcast is the r check and that's what we're doing today so the r check is a reference to the navy and in the navy we do preventive maintenance on our gear and on our equipment and an R-check is as required. And so it may not be periodic maintenance. You may not have to do it monthly or weekly or even semi-annually. Maybe it's like once you use that piece of equipment, you have to do a R-check after you're done using it because you used it and now you have to make sure that it still has all of its capability and that it's not broken and that it's in good condition. And so these are R-checks. And for me, an R-check is a podcast where I get on here and i just talk about something that occurred to me or that I just wanted to share with everyone. And so that's what we're doing today. We're doing an R-Check. Before we jump into it, I did want to talk about four, that's right, count them four, partners of the podcast. The first one is Lions Not Sheep. Lions Not Sheep is a company that was founded by Sean Whalen and um, just a fantastic company. I've been a brand ambassador for them for a long time. And let me just uh, read a little bit to you from their website. So lions, not sheep. We believe in one simple concept and that's add value to show people what it's possible to live your life as a lion, not a sheep. You get to choose who you become because of this. We have been able to build a community of lions that declare who they are and what they want from life. The question we ask you is, are you a lion or are you a sheep? So fantastic apparel, great motto, amazing attitude and honestly it's a little bit of a movement. So go to lionsnotsheep.com, check out everything that they have going on over there. That's lionsnotsheep.com. And if you purchase something from lionsnotsheep.com, use the promo code LNS that's L N S Dean and get 10% off. The second partner of the podcast is Not Dead Yet. Not Dead Yet is an apparel company and also a group a life group that was founded by uh, Matt Vincent. So Not Dead Yet is a lifestyle, and our clothing acts as a memento. We are free to try anything and break free of limitations. Whatever it is you want, now the time's to get it. You're not dead yet. Act like it. So, like I said, just go to notdeadyet.com. Fantastic apparel. Everything from t-shirts to hoodies to beanies to socks. to. And I think that you'll really be impressed by the attitude of this apparel line, this company, uh, not dead yet. I, I wear a lot of their stuff. I've got some stuff in the mail that I'm waiting on right now. And as far as like shipping overseas and customer service, just top notch. There is also a not dead yet application that you can use to get free content, whether it's podcast from Matt Vincent or also to do some shopping, uh, on the apparel line. So that's not dead and use the promo code NDY, that's N-D-Y, Dean, at checkout and get 10% off. All right, Compass True Limited. So this is my boy that runs this company, and I hope I'm doing a better job, Chris. So Chris critiques my podcast and lets me know when I'm getting a little too heavy on the ums and the sos. Thank you, Chris, for that. Hey, listen, Compass True Limited, that's CompassTrueLTD.com or Compass True LTD on Instagram. It's located in the heart of Pacific Northwest. There are roast to order small batch unique coffee beans from all over the world. They specialize in delicious small batch coffees, challenge coins, and personalized swag. It's curated and shipped quickly. It's Navy Chief owned, small business up in PNW. So If you really want to support small business and support your veteran-owned companies, check out Compass True LTD, everything from ball caps to coins, and honestly, some of the best coffee that there is out there. There's a whole story behind it. Go check out CompassTrueLTD.com, and you'll hear about the Air Roaster. Just leave it at that, okay? Finally, support the homies, man. And I want to support my boy Brian Bishop and his company, Orion Design Group. Um, I'm just going to read you their mission statement. And I think that you'll appreciate this. So their mission is to provide cutting edge and user inspired products for warriors and hunters. We will define innovation, exemplify versatility and embody durability. We exist to faithfully serve individuals who like us understand on the battlefield and in the back country, there is no second place. So this is a company, like I said, that Brian Bishop runs and they have all kinds of stuff that is for your hunters and for our, uh, operators out there their most recent release is a pretty badass strap for your um firearm for your side i'm, sure, I'm sorry for your uh your long rifle anyways check it out they're at odgusa.co that's odgusa.co and i think that you'll find some stuff that um that's going to be it's, it's a pretty niche niche market um you find some stuff that's going to be awesome for you so That's odg.co, and I do not have a promo code. I'm just supporting my boy. All right. So, hey, guys, those are the partners of the podcast. That's Lions, Not Sheep, Not Dead Yet, Compass True Ltd. By the way, if you buy something from Compass True Ltd, use the promo code SAIL, that's S-A-I-L, and you'll get 10% off at checkout with them as well. Okay. So, look here, guys. We uh, got through our partners, and I, I just really... Pleased that uh, they allow me to mention them at the onset of our podcast each week, and I appreciate their friendship and their mentorship and, quite frankly, just um, being badass Americans and all the, all the things that they do. All right, so here's what we're going to talk about this week. So I wrote a letter today, and it's something that I used to do all the time. I don't know if you did when you were young. I remember being in you know fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. This is all pre internet pre email, and I grew up in the Mormon faith, and one of the things in the Mormon faith is that you have church dances, and it wasn't just at the church dances, but we also traveled a good bit for science fairs, okay, a little bit of a nerd, but that's just the way it was back then. And so you would meet people at these things. These Maybe you went to Baton Rouge. Maybe you went to, you know, Ruston, Louisiana. Maybe you went over to Texas. Maybe you went to some youth conference. Maybe you went to a summer camp. And during these opportunities, you would meet people. And the only way that you would be able to communicate with them after that is that what? You take their address. And then you write letters. You correspond via letters. And so I remember having several pen pals back in the day. No, admittedly, most of them were girls. It was fun to write, you know, the, the love letters to the girls. And I remember I had this one girl that I really liked. And her name was, uh, Emily Broussard. And she was from South Louisiana, dark hair. I remember she had green eyes, real fair complexion. And I'd met her at like a church dance. And, uh, we corresponded for months just via letters. I'd write her, she'd write me, you know, and we're both in Louisiana. So it only takes a couple of days for that letter to get from me to her or from her to me. So you, you write a letter and then within five days, you're getting another one back. And then you write another one it's, and it was just a lot of fun, you know? And I remember having multiple pimp pals as a kid, and it seemed so normal that you would, I mean, you had stationery, you had envelopes. Those were just things that you kept in the house all the time. And you would write this letter, and maybe you'd, like, draw something on the envelope, or maybe you put a little dab of Dracar Noir on there. <laughs> I'm dating myself, man. You know, you put some uh, some cologne on there, and then it'd come back, and it'd smell like obsession or some kind of perfume. And then maybe you'd get brave and put a little handkerchief in there, but it was just a lot of fun. Right. And it's something that, that our kids just have no idea about. And I think that's a shame. I think it's really a shame because there's something to actually putting pen on paper and sealing it in an envelope, putting postage on it, or taking it to the post office and and mailing it off. And I just, um, I don't know there's just something to that right like the feel of the paper especially if you get some good stationery some good parchment like the the stationery that I use is bamboo it's made from bamboo paper and then I have like these kind of dark brown envelopes that are kind of rough paper I have a good pen that I get from Muji so all this stuff is from Muji by the way they should be a sponsor because all of my notebooks my stationery my envelopes my pens everything's from Muji but there's something to pulling out that stationary and just starting to write. And you don't have an outline, you're just writing. You're just writing the things that come to mind as if you're having a conversation. If you're telling somebody about how your day was, how your week, how your month, the good, the bad, tell them how your emotions were. There's something cathartic about that. It's even better than journaling, I think, because you're not just like telling your journal your thoughts, emotions, feelings, circumstances. You're relaying this to someone that you know is going to receive it. And your hope is that they will receive it and understand the things that you're talking about because you've done a good job of relaying what your emotions are. And that's magical. And it's something that we don't do often enough. The other thing is that it's tangible. I mean... When you go to the post office box and you have received something, it's not a box, it's not a care package, you actually got something in the mail, right? Like, that's such a good feeling. The fact that somebody took the time to actually put something in the mail, to put their thoughts, emotions, feelings on a piece of paper and send it to you, and then you go to the post office box and there's a tangible thing that you can hold in your hand that the person that sent it to you was holding in their hand as well like that's amazing it's something that we've lost i think i think that we've lost this idea of things that last i think everything is temporary and email is temporary A message over Facebook is temporary. Yeah, it exists forever, sure, but it exists on this thing. And you can't pull it out from a drawer 50 years later and say, oh, I remember this. Your kids aren't going to look at the love letters that you wrote to your wife when you were dating over this. and so i think that this idea of something that's tangible is important here's the other thing that really that i really really like about letters so i'm a bit of a wanderer a little bit of a nomad myself i like to travel i like the idea of getting on an airplane taking a train taking a ship going to sleep waking up i'm in a new place i like this idea i like i like the idea of moving around of going to different places think about what happens with that letter it's so amazing honestly you take the time to write this letter out and then you seal it up in an envelope you get postage for it you put the address where you want it to go and that thing could be going to Timbuktu it could be going to Antarctica as long as you had an address down there I mean you name the place as long as you have an address we have a very reasonable confidence that is going to get to that place which is amazing another part of it is that the other part of it is that it's like part of you like when you take time to write that letter and all the things that you want to say in that letter at the end of the day you take it you fold it you put it in the envelope you have your hands on this tangible thing and then some part of you is attached to that as you put it in the mail, and then it gets to go wherever it's going to go. And then once it's received on the other end, it's almost like part of you has made that journey as well. And I just think that's so cool. It symbolizes a sense of permanence. It symbolizes... Reality, I think that writing a letter and sending it through the mail and then when you receive it, it's not instant gratification. It's the opposite of it. And I think that that's something that we need more of. I just know that it has a profound effect on me when I write a letter and then put it in the mail I know that it's going to go through this long journey. The envelope's going to be scuffed up and, you know, it's going to be, I mean, just think about it. It's going to be in a bag with all these other letters and bills and advertisements, but there's this one letter, especially these days, there's this one letter that isn't any type of business correspondence. There's no requirements associated with it, it's just purely an act of correspondence, I want to express some things and I want it to be somewhat permanent, so I think it's definitely more sentimental, it's a little more nostalgic to send a letter than it is certainly to write an email, and at the end of the day, it shows that you give a shit, A lot of us get Christmas cards still. I am not good at doing any of that stuff. But, you know, I went and checked the mailbox today, and actually I got a couple of Christmas cards that I need to open from family and friends. And those are great, man. Just the fact that someone takes the time to send those out to all of their people and their friends and and family, I think that's fantastic. But while it's the same idea, it's not quite the same as a letter. You know, and sometimes a letter can just be like an update. You know, I, I got a letter from mommy's grandma, Bacha, and she just likes to write letters. She's 100 years old. Maybe she's got something figured out. Now, certainly, she probably wouldn't know how to email, but maybe that's a good thing. Because I think that this is the right way to correspond. It's not archaic. It is, I think, probably the proper way. It's the more refined way. It's a little bit classier. And so I like writing letters. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you my address right now. I'm going to give you my address Right now, verbally, and I'll also drop it in the episode description. Send me a letter. You send me a letter, I will reply. I will write you back, okay? I want you to feel what it's like to put that pen on paper, to write the address, to put the stamps on it, and send me a letter. If you send me a letter, I will reply. Ask anybody who's been a guest on the podcast, I always write them a thank you note. I enjoy writing letters. I enjoy putting things in the mail. I just know what it feels like when I get something in the mail. And so I've always done that for guests of the podcast. What I'm telling you is I'll start a correspondence with any of you guys. Anybody that's watching this, man, you shoot me a letter. You write me a letter. Tell me anything. Tell me how your day went. I don't care. Ask me questions, whatever. I will reply to you. I will write you a letter back if you write me one. Okay, so here's my address. Dean Howell. Next line. Next line. P S C four, seven, three box four, one, eight, five F P O AP nine, six, three, four, nine. Okay. Write me a letter. I'll write you back. Maybe we'll get a chain mail going, you know what I'm saying? It'll be great. And so that's it about writing letters guys. Last thing is I've got some travel plans coming up. I won't give you the exact dates because that's a little bit of operational security stuff right there, but I will tell you it's toward the end of the month and I'm going to Bahrain. I'm going to Naples, Italy, and I'm going to Rota, Spain, and I will spend a day and a night in Dubai. So recommendations for good restaurants, sites to see, places to hang out. Anything in any of those spots, right, so that's Bahrain, Dubai, Rhoda, and Naples, Italy. Do you have any recommendations about any of those spots? Drop them in the comments here on YouTube or shoot me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear about it because I can research all I want to on TripAdvisor and all these other things, but like you know hearing it from uh hearing it from my followers, my fans, my friends, my family about where I should go and what I should do carries a lot more weight than if I just read some review about it. So I'd appreciate that if you'd hook me up, let me know what to do. And, uh, like I said, man, you got my address, write me a letter. I'll write you back. I'm going to start firing them out anyways, man. So it's something that I enjoy to do. I feel, I find it to be relaxing and calming and it inspires some sense of wonder and adventure in me to write a letter as well so something that i enjoy doing i think i'll continue to do more of it hit me up you got my address in the meantime what i want you to do is hold fast and keep rising take me to the countryside